You're listening to the Raptors Rapture Podcast. What's up, guys? Thank you so much for listening and tuning in to another episode of the Raptors Rapture Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Hunter Surplus. I'm doing yet another solo podcast today. We're going to be doing something a little bit fun on this episode. I'm going to be going through some of my favorite basketball-related books that you guys should be reading while you can't be watching any live basketball, at least. Obviously, you can be watching uh, things like The Last Dance, which has been really good. You can be watching uh, a lot of old games, NBA League Pass and stuff like that, but there's no live games. However, there's a bit of an update where we might be a little bit closer to having live games and live basketball. The Raptors have opened up their OVO training facility to an extent. I mean, it's not open for actual regular practices. A lot of different guidelines. Uh, you guys can go check out the the press release and, and stuff like that on raptors.com. It's circulating all over Twitter. I'm sure by the time you've listened, listened to this, you would have already seen everything that's, that's kind of going on, all those guidelines. So I don't want to go through all that. But you know, it seems like like things are moving towards the the right direction and in a positive way, and getting closer and closer to the eventual day when hopefully the the 2019-20 season can continue. And you know, hopefully we get some workout videos that we can watch from a Serge Ibaka or a Pascal Siakam, Kyle Lowry. Those are always fun. So. Uh, you know, obviously I think we're going to be getting some updates as the days go on and, and we'll see how, how that goes. But I think that's enough of that. I, I want to say that I hope everyone's doing well. I hope everyone's safe. I hope all our listeners and, and their families are all are all safe and healthy and, and not having, you know, being affected too much by this by this COVID virus. I know um, my family is is all safe and healthy and stuff like that. So I'm I'm really hoping the the same thing for all of you guys and you know all the frontline workers. I, I as always I want to reiterate how appreciative not only I am but uh, you know the rest of our communities in Toronto and in Canada and and really all over the world. Uh, so thank you to you guys. Um, so I'm just gonna hop right into it. I'm gonna go through a couple couple books that I'm gonna leave off of my quote-unquote like top five um obviously there's a lot of books that I haven't read there's a lot that I have read um but there's there's even more that I haven't read related to basketball so I'm sure I'm going to be missing hundreds and hundreds of books that that you guys are probably gonna that you guys have uh read and and probably think are better than some of the ones that I'm putting on here but there's a couple books that I I do want to put out there and say that you guys should read uh just that that didn't make my quote-unquote top five so here are my honorable mentions, I guess you can say. So I'm going to start off with Michael Jordan, The Life by Roland Lazenby. Um, initially, when I when I first kind of put this list together, I've, I put this list together a while ago, just kind of as as an idea if something came up and, and to, to do a podcast like this really quickly. And uh, I had this one initially in my top five, but considering how how popular The Last Dance has become and how, how it... it it is really going through everything with Michael Jordan. I decided to leave this one off. Um, it is a really good book. It gives a lot of perspective on his life and his life before basketball and and what family meant to him and and all that kind of stuff. So if you're looking more into a into his backstory and his life outside of basketball, um, you get that to an extent. I think there's there's a lot that you are missing and there's a lot that's left out. 
that they probably didn't want to put in there and that Michael Jordan probably didn't want to put in there just kind of like how The Last Dance is done. Um, a lot of it's being covered and talked about in The Last Dance, so I would say, you know, it, it's it's not an essential read, I don't think, if you're a basketball fan, but but like I said, if, if you do want to kind of learn more, if you're a younger person like myself, like I was born in, in 98, so I, I really missed all of Michael Jordan's kind of legacy and his career as as a Chicago Bull because I just obviously I wasn't born yet um I think this is a really interesting read and it's it's a good perspective that you can see like how he he was made up and and obviously it's a different medium than the TV and and watching a a mini series or a documentary series um, made by ESPN which I will say they're doing a fantastic job you get a little bit more out of it a little bit more information there's there's probably a few more things little minute details that probably wouldn't make the the one hour episode uh of of the last dance that you know maybe you want to hear about and and that's why I did want to put this in as an honorable mention because of of the little tidbits that you probably aren't going to get from this last dance but if you are watching it and then you do go back and, and read this book it's very, very, very repetitive. Repetitive. I actually I read the book probably two, three months ago. So it's uh, it's it is repetitive watching the Last Dance and and seeing kind of all the things that I had just read. But definitely recommend that one. Um, then my next honorable mention is the Book of Basketball by Bill Simmons. I know people are probably gonna be upset by this because that's like the Godfather basketball book. You know, it's the thing that you need to read if you're a basketball fan, and and I do agree with that to an extent, um, because it's, it's outdated. You know what I mean? It's 10 years of stuff that's gone on. LeBron's legacy, Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, all this, all this stuff that, um, has happened in the past 10 years that aren't accounted for, obviously because of the fact that it was written before all this stuff, before all this stuff happened. Um, Bill Simmons is a great basketball mind. And, and if you want to, learn more about players that kind of came before your generation, then this is a really good book to go to because he has a very good insight as to, as to, you know, how good these players were relative to one another. And he has a really good ranking system. So, you know, getting through to some of these guys and, and seeing some players that maybe you're not so familiar with because they came well before your time, that it, it is an interesting read and, and you do kind of get the, the information about some of the best players of all time that that you've never seen or that you don't really hear that often because they're not the Michael Jordans or the Larry Birds or the Shaquille O'Neal's of the world. Um, so that's that's a very interesting book. I like it, um, but also like kind of the same thing with the Last Dance is you know Bill Simmons is coming out with with the Book of Basketball podcast where he's kind of updating it and and doing it on a new medium so you don't have to read the book and you can kind of just sit there and listen but you know if you're if you're kind of like me and like I'm sure a lot of Raptors fans are like this uh if you're sick of hearing Ryan Rosillo talk on you know every other podcast then I would uh I would kick to this book instead because you you are getting a lot of the same stuff you're not getting the stupid redrafts that he's doing um you're you're just getting the the important information and and the resumes and the you know the impact and all this kind of stuff of a bunch of different guys and like I said it is outdated but it is a he does have a really good basketball mind and he knows like what he he obviously knows what he's talking about and and he has a lot of insider information that he can use and and a lot of experiences and he tells a lot of stories and it's 
you know, he, he kind of goes through the history of basketball, which is, which is really fun and really cool. Uh, so I, I definitely recommend that book. And then my last honorable mention, um, it's not exactly a basketball book per se. It's not necessarily about basketball in a sense, but it's, it's Craig Sager's autobiography and it's called living out loud. Um, Craig Sager was such an interesting person. I know a lot of people, in, in the basketball community and, and the people who watch basketball, they know him most for his interesting suits and, and the way that he dressed and all that kind of stuff. And obviously he addresses things like that in, in his book, but um, you know, he it's, it's such an inspiring story. Obviously we know uh, his, his, his health issues and his battle uh, near the end of his life. Um, and he, he does get into that and, and it does get very emotional, but it also gets very inspiring and, and you know how to overcome not just health issues like that, but it, it also kind of goes into to other things. I don't want to spoil it too much, um, but it's a very personal story. I think it's it's a very relatable story as well because he he kind of tells it how how he always kind of wanted to be in sports. He either wanted to be an athlete or or something like that, or just involved in sports. But he he wasn't given necessarily the genetic. Uh, gift that a lot of players who who do make it to professional sports obviously evidently have um so it's really relatable in that sense there's a lot of tidbits and and things like that that he says that uh, especially if you're a sports fan uh, if you like many different sports like he did and like I do and like I know a lot of people a lot of people do um then you you do you do relate a lot to this and you you hear some of the stories that he tells and you just think man that's a uh, that's crazy. I, I thought the same way when I was 10 years old, or I thought the same way when I was 12. And it's, it's a very interesting story. And uh, I think it's especially a good book to read. If you're someone who has like always wanted to work in the sports media industry, but maybe never got around to doing it for for whatever reason, because he he gives a lot of tidbits and he does, he does give a lot of personal stories and, and stories that he had heard while while doing the job that he did and the job that he loved so much um and so i think that's that's a really interesting and inspiring story and it's a it's a really fun one and i know it's not exactly what uh you know it doesn't exactly fit the criteria of a quote-unquote basketball book but he was a basketball personality so i did want to want to throw that one in there and it, it is one of my favorite books uh it's one of those books that you 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 start reading and it's really really hard to put down just because a, I didn't really know much about Craig Sager outside of his his basketball personality. I didn't know him off the court, obviously. I didn't know him off the camera and, and all that kind of stuff. So it, it's a really good introspective uh, uh, book where you can go in and, and read about his life and you can see the impact that he had on so many different people. And, and when you go back and look at some of his interviews and some of his you know career highlight moments and stuff like that, it, it does really put a a personal spin on it which is which is very fun and very exciting to 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 read so um that's those are my honorable mentions those are three books i think you should read no matter what anyways uh, but they didn't quite crack my top five so i'm going to be back in just a minute to give you guys the rest of my list of the top five basketball books that i think all of you guys should read so now I'm going to come at you with my list of five books that I, I totally recommend you guys reading about basketball. And I'm going to start off with, I think it's probably, you know, one of my favorite 
books of all time not even just sports related not just basketball related it's definitely my favorite basketball book so if i were ranking this this one would be at the top this one would be number one um it is a an amazing story it's an emotional story it's one of the craziest stories that you can read it's unfiltered it's uncut uh it's it's just it's a perfect read in in my mind i read it twice both times i i honestly couldn't stop reading it i couldn't stop turning the pages even though the second time i i knew what was coming and i kind of knew what what happened um but this book is is god in starbucks and it's about the life of of vin baker and how he kind of went from uh you know he was a four-time all-star he was an all-star in i think four consecutive years he played 13 years in the nba he won an olympic gold medal he was a highly recruited player coming out of college uh, he had a relatively decent upbringing, you know, his, his parents were very respectable and, and he did everything right. It seemed, um, until he, you know, he started battling with alcoholism and, and addiction and stuff like that near the end of his career. And then he had a bunch of financial missteps that, that really took him out of it. And, and he lost a lot of money, a lot of money, pretty much everything that he earned in the NBA, uh, ended up being gone either from this, this poor investment decisions or addiction or alcoholism, all that kind of stuff. Um, but it, it really is a, a, an emotional read. I wouldn't say it's a great read because it's, it's so hard and it's at points it is tough to read. You're sitting there and you're like, Oh my God, I feel, I feel so bad for this guy. But then closer to the end of the book and, and closer to the end of his story and where he's at now, um, you do get a sense of of relief and you do get a a a positive kind of ending um and a lot of people might not think it's a positive ending because of where he was but uh you can tell when he's writing it and how how sincere he is and how sincerely appreciative um there the stuff is uh that he has going on for him so you know i don't want to totally ruin if you don't know the story um it's an even better read because I didn't really know the story. I had heard about Vin, Vin Baker. Um, I, I obviously knew who he was being a basketball fan. I knew that he was a, a really good NBA player at one point, and then he kind of just fell off, and, and I never heard of him again, uh, from him again. So I didn't really know any of the off-the-court stuff. I was too young to really understand that. But you you read this book, and it's one of the most, like I said, one of the most emotional books that that you will read because it's so, and it's so personal. And you really do get to look at the 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 inside lives of some of these players, and and it gives you a perspective that a lot of people don't really have, especially when you're looking at it from the sense of you know NBA players have everything, athletes have everything. Um, you read this book and you you do kind of change your mind about that because yes, while athletes do get paid millions and millions of dollars for the most part, um, and and really only male athletes get paid that, but that's a different story. Um, you do see the the issues that they go through, and you do see the things that you know when things aren't going well, things really really don't go well, and and how much they have to lose. And this is a a, I don't want to say a really good example of that because it's you know it's not good, but it's a it's an example of that um, coming to fruition and and somebody rising to the top and then and then losing it all and really going into a 
a, a swirl and then and then kind of finding his way again and, and getting back into it. And it, it came out, the book came out before he ever, you know, now he's a, an assistant coach. I think it's for the Bucks and um, things that that stuff doesn't come out in in the book, but you can really tell how he turned his life around. You see all the different ways that he, he managed to get back to his normal self and get back to what he was like as a teenager and, and finding the passion, not just, uh, not just for himself and within himself, but just kind of, you know, for life. And, and it's a really inspiring story. Um, I know it's, it's a little bit tough. It's not necessarily a, a bright read for most of it because a lot of it does revolve around the, the struggles that he had and, and the negative aspects because that, that was a really big part of his life and, and I think a big a big thing and an enticing thing with the story is is the fact that he was able to turn it around and, and now uh, seeing where he is now he's a, a assistant coach for the Milwaukee Bucks it doesn't come out in the story because he got it after the book came out but um, it is it is an amazing story. It's an inspiring read. It's one of those things that you really can't put down. Like I said, it's it's just it's great, and I, I can't recommend it enough. So now we'll move on to my second book, and like I said, no particular order here. It's just uh, the the second book that I wrote down in my notebook, and that book is Tough Juice, which is the story of Karam Butler's kind of life and and how he got into the NBA, and this is an amazing book it is a prime example a perfect example of a kind of a rags to riches story of a guy who had to get through multiple different barriers a guy who had to face a lot of adversity on his way to a very very successful life and a very successful career and you know the foreword is written by Kobe Bryant which is an absolutely amazing read everyone knows how good Kobe Bryant is at articulating things and if if you can get a, a time to to read something from Kobe Bryant then you know now is it and and it's 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 really well done um the book is amazing if you don't know about Kron Butler's life it it is an amazing story even if you do know about Kron Butler's life you get the insight from him and you get the personal anecdotes and you get the stories and you get specific things that that he remembers. And I think that's one of the coolest things is, uh, especially with this book, um, that you don't see with a lot of autobiographies and stuff like that is you, you get to hear a lot of the things that, or I guess you get to read a lot of the things that he, he remembers from specific moments. Like a lot of the times in, in autobiographies and stuff like that, you get just the story with this one, you, you, get to see and and read about and learn about the specific thing that happened during that story that he remembers which is actually which is a pretty cool thing and um you know you it's an intense story if you have the the muscle for it it is really one of the most intense stories in the NBA he was involved in drugs and the street life and and gangs and all that kind of stuff and eventually did turn it around and and turned into more of, of a basketball player rather than than a, a thug or whatever it is. And and I do really, really appreciate the storytelling that comes out of it because you do get both sides of the Karam Butler story. You get the side where he is in the streets and he is getting shot at and he is selling drugs and he is kind of around those people. But then you also get the side where he's one of the best AAU players 
in in at the time and he's one of the most highly recruited players coming out of college and stuff like that and it's a really really good story um once it gets to his nba life it's a little bit less exciting as you could imagine um but it it still is a like i said with uh vin baker's story it's a good insight as to to what it's like being an nba um nba team and being a professional athlete getting paid millions to to kind of do what you love so I think, you know, reading this book, it, it is, I would say, an ins- it's an inspiring book and it's a book that you won't be able to put down. I'll tell you that right now. Um, it's, it's a little bit of a harder read at the beginning because it does kind of get into those rougher topics and the rougher subjects that um, some people might not really be able to handle as well because it is it is draining to read about the stuff. It is emotional and and it is a reality for for a lot of people in in this world and in the United States and even you know in Canada all that kind of stuff. Uh, a lot of people do have to 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 face things like that and and it is an interesting uh, you know retrospective look back at at that type of stuff and the stuff that he was doing and him realizing like man, this was stupid. Why was I doing this? And being able to see him go from, from that kid being like, yeah, this is, this is what I want to do. I want to be on the street too, man, this is stupid. I'm going to focus on basketball. Uh, it's, it's a really cool story and it's a really great one that, that you're going to have to watch. And I think it also, and I also think it does a really good job at like reflecting on and explaining, um, stories and, and, experiences that a lot of NBA players have that you don't hear as often just because some players just aren't comfortable talking about that kind of stuff right talking about their experiences with with gangs or with the streets and and a lot of athletes uh you hear those kind of stories but not not necessarily to this extent so you can kind of imagine um looking at it and and seeing man this is uh this is a really really crazy story this probably happened before you know what I mean and, and another good book that I would like to to put out there um as well with this one is, is the Ron Artest book it's called Malice in the Palace or I guess the Meta World Peace book um called Malice in the Palace it, it's kind of the same thing you you get a lot of really good insight on on someone with mental health issues and and like a a, a, a clinging on to their kind of street life uh once they get to the NBA so I recommend that book as well not in my top five but I, I will say that's a really good book so now I'm going to move on to my third book on the list. Like I said, once again, I'm going to say it. This is my last time saying it. No order. Not in order at all. And this book is called Showtime. And as I'm sure all of you guys can guess, it's about the Showtime Lakers and that whole era of, of basketball uh, in LA. And it is a really, really good read, mainly because, especially for, for someone like me who who obviously is younger, 1998 born, I didn't get to see the Showtime Lakers ever at all. I didn't, I was never around for it. I never was able to feel how engaged people were with the Showtime Lakers. I never understood the the Magic Johnson effect, all that kind of stuff. And, and this is one of those books that really puts it into perspective how big they were and how much of an impact not only did they have on the NBA back then, but the impact that they have on the NBA to this day, you know what I mean? So that is one of the best books and you, in, in a time where, I mean, things were reported on, um, a lot 
back in the day there was a lot of good reporting um i've read articles from them kind of kind of reading about it since and and it does do a good job but you don't get the inside information you don't get the inside scoop of things like you do in a real deep dive of a book and and this is a thick book it is you know 400 500 page book so it it does get into the details and it really it it starts from when showtime starts from when the bus family buys the lakers from jack can't cut it 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 gets into that and you get to see i mean obviously you don't get to see it in real time but you get to understand the development of how the Lakers went from just a basketball team in LA to the biggest spectacle, you know, probably on earth at one point or another because of because of their, their you know, their marketing scheme, the the play style that they did, the Magic Johnson effect, the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar effect, all this kind of stuff you get to see happen and and as someone who didn't get to experience it or didn't understand the the magnitude of what the LA Lakers were at that time and what Showtime meant to sports. Uh, it was a really, really great read and you get to hear stories. Oh my God, the stories, it goes into everything. Um, I don't want to ruin it and tell some of the stories, but you know, it, it gets into a lot of things that would get a lot of people in trouble. If you want to read a book that is revealing and uncut, unfiltered, and tells you things that nobody would ever want to get out about them, I would say read this book. And, you know, it, it, like I said, it goes through anything that any question that you could possibly have about the Showtime Lakers, um, the book pretty much answers it in one way or another. I think, I think it does a really good representation of telling the whole story you know the from every everything from like i said the buying of the of the team to opening the laker club in uh in the bottom of the forum and then eventually moving to staples uh center they talk about how how the forum impacted staples center uh once it first opened obviously that wasn't the showtime era but it talks about that kind of stuff and it talk it talks about magic johnson and his his struggle with aids and H, uh, hiv and stuff like that so I mean, it is a it is a fantastic read. It is an informing read. Um, it's one of those books that you just learn a lot about. Even if I think, obviously, it's hard for me to say this, but I think even if you did grow up and you were one of the people who were able to watch the the Showtime Lakers and you're able to understand what they meant to sports, this is still a book that you can learn stuff in. And especially if you're one of those people, I think you'll like this even more than anyone else because you get to kind of relive what what Showtime meant, and you get to relive what Showtime is. And I think it was really it was really one of those good books. There's not a whole lot more that I can say about it, just because of how impressively well it was written and and how much detail is involved in it, and how scandalous it really is. There's not a whole lot more you can get out of a book to be completely honest. Up next, I'm moving from one Lakers legendary team to another Laker legend. And this one is is even more true um, to today because of because of what happened. Um, and this one is Showboat. It's the same guy who wrote the Michael Jordan autobiography. Uh, and this one's about Kobe Bryant. Um, this one is one of those books that I... 
am actually rereading right now because I wanted to uh, get more Kobe in my life even though he's gone. Um, and it's one of these books where you learn so much about somebody. And if you were to do all the research in the world, I don't think you could get the tidbits of information that that come through in this book. And it is wonderfully written. I do think that there's a little bit too much talk about, um, as like a basketball fan, you don't necessarily want to... to to read about the family dynamics and and how he was as a kid and all this kind of stuff, um, I think there. When I first read it, I thought that there was a little bit too much of that at the beginning of the book, and not enough about him as a basketball player and and him as you know a basketball player when he was a kid. And it's more about his family. But um, reading it now and reading it back after after his passing and and all that kind of stuff, I'm so much more appreciative of the book and of the storytelling and of the the little tidbits that you get and it's just one of those things that you can read over and over again and will be impactful because you read it and you're like wow this guy you it's inspiring in a sense and it's impactful in a sense because you get the behind the scenes of how legitimate Kobe was and and what the mama mentality really was and this is this is one of those cool books because the the writer didn't write it the author didn't write it with Kobe Bryant he wrote it based on tidbits of information that he found and and a, a whole lot of research that he had done and and information that he had built because of relationships that he had with guys um either whether it's Kobe Bryant or the people that he had played with um it's a lot of stuff that you won't be able to find and it's a lot of things that it's it's all there and having Kobe Bryant kind of being the one guy, and I said this when he passed away, um, the one guy who really grew up in the era of social media and you could really see his impact and, and him grow up with social media around and the internet being like so important in people's lives, you do get that sense of, wow, this is insane. Like I am getting every aspect of Kobe Bryant's life without him being the one telling the story and it's uh, just because of how big Kobe Bryant has become and and how big he ended up being um as a as not just a basketball player but as a man off the court and as like a star in in real life um you can see how impressively cool it was to to be the life of him and and it's one of those things that in 20 years I'm going to read this book and and still be able to be impressed by it because it's it's Kobe Bryant and it's a really good book and you get all these different insights and it's a huge book. It's, you know, it's 600, 700 pages almost and it's one of those things that, you know, sometimes it, it is a bit much to read but the stuff that you learn from it and the impact that, that you kind of understand from it is unmatched so i i think this is a book that every basketball fan should read especially right now especially after you know what happened just a couple months ago um you just you read this book and and as i've been reading it now especially for the second time um very 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 emotional for uh, for you to read just because you you see the impact that he had on not just himself and and his family and the Lakers community, but 
you see the impact around the league, especially when you get to the latter part of the book when they talk about how he's starting to build relationships like Michael Jordan never did uh, with, with some of the younger players and how he's trying to help people as much as he can and how he's trying to get players to build themselves up. Um, it, it truly is an outstanding read. It, it does stop pretty much right after his basketball career ended. Um, but, you know, you, everything else after that is can speak for itself, and it doesn't really need to be in this book. So that Kobe Bryant book. And now moving on to my last one. Um, this one is, is closer to what a, a book of basketball is like from Bill Simmons, and it's called uh, Basketball Love Story. And this is basically a book that goes and dives real deep into the history of basketball up until basically 2019. So I would say today, but 2019. Um, This is a really, really good book because it's not written by just one person. Um, It is a compilation of interviews and of tidbits of speech that people had had said that people had found and it's all compiled into one to make a a really good story it's not traditionally written which at first I'm not gonna lie threw me off quite a bit when I first started reading it I I thought it was weird but once you get the hang of it it is really good because there's not really a narrative outside of these quotes it's putting and piecing these quotes together to tell a story there's no outside of the beginning of each chapter where they have a little paragraph explaining kind of what these next people are going to be talking about um you don't get to you don't get to hear a narrator per se it's all quotations and it's all this person said this this person said that but it's as if it's coming right out of their mouth it's almost like a espn 30 for 30 documentary without having the narrator there kind of telling you what what's going on um and i think it it is a a really really well thought out idea and you get people like the bill russells of the world the julius irvings of the world the michael jordans of the world the lebron james like some of zach lowe's like all these people that you can think of who have an impact on basketball a lot of them contributed to this book in one way or another whether it was them giving quotes or just having a quote from them in there or them talking about it but it goes deep into into different issues that have kind of surrounded basketball as well you know whether it's um you know women's basketball they talk a lot about that whether it's college basketball and scandals that came out in college and not playing paying players and and you know actually getting black people into basketball and stuff like that and it is just it's amazingly well written and well put together i would only want to say well written it's more well put together because it's a good a good version of hearing other people talk but reading it um you get all these different quotes from from people and it's people who went through some of the stuff you hear bill russell talking about being you know an activist in in you know black uh, black rights in the NBA and black rights in sports as a whole, and and then you get other you get women's athletes and and women's basketball players who talk about the women game and how it developed, and then you hear from 
people in the NCAA about certain rules and scandals that happened in there. And then you hear from some of the biggest media members who covered those times and were writing stories about that on a daily basis come in and, and give their perspective and give the perspective of what other players and people were saying at that time and, and how things really happened. So it's it's really cool. It's not a it's not a one person show like a lot of books obviously are where it's just one person writing it and there's just that one perspective the whole time. This is you get to hear from anybody really that you can think of um talking about basketball and it it is a amazing historical perspective on on what happens up until now basically in basketball and how it grew to be what basketball is today and how we know it and how you know there's a Joe Schmo like me just podcasting about basketball where that never would have happened when when the game was much less popular as as it was back in the day um so I would even say I would read that one before going back to Bill Simmons book of basketball because if you want to look back and get a historical perspective, I do think that that book is is a little bit better. And you, you don't get the, the rankings and stuff like that of, of players and the tiers of the pyramid and all that kind of stuff. But you do get a, a really good, a really, really, really deep and thorough and exciting and interesting history lesson from the book that I that I don't think you can really get anywhere else other than actually talking to the people who, who put the book together and talking to the people who, who made the book happen. Um, so I, I recommend that book as much as any other basketball book that, that I can even think of. Um, so that's going to do it for me today. I hope you guys have some recommendations for me because I'm, I'm running out of books to read. I'm trying to, trying to get back into it, seeing as I really don't have a whole lot to do. Um, let me know what you thought of my list. Let me know if you guys have read the book and we can we can maybe you know talk about it, chat about it, shoot the breeze about about some of these books and and have a little bit of fun and you know tweet me, tweet Raptors Rapture. You know Raptors Rapture on Twitter is just at Raptors Rapture. I'm at H underscore surplus. You can find me there. Make sure to go to RaptorsRapture.com every single day. New content daily. Even though there's no games, you can get your Raptors fix from us. And as always, please and thank you. Give us a rate and review. It is so much appreciated. I'm hoping we can get some of these five stars reviews up on on Apple Podcasts, and you know it helps. It helps more than you know. Um, as I said, Raptors games hopefully coming back soon. As I end every single show, go Raptors.